the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Spot Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Sylvester, joined by Paul Peck. Glad to have Paul back with us. Good to be back with you guys. After uh, bowling in the Bahamas. Yes, had a fun uh, fun week in the sun, and now it's back to uh, dive into the numbers with you guys. All right, uh, Mike Gennetti's been diving into the numbers, of course, founder of SpotTrack.com. Um, we haven't seen much sun here in Buffalo, but uh, that's okay. Holidays are upon us. And we have Scott Allen with us, too, a big part of the SpotTrack team, uh, crunching a lot of the data and numbers, and we're uh, glad to have Scott here. Yeah, yeah by the way, thank you, Scott, for making us look good all year long because it's usually <laughs> your number yeah. crunching that we sit and argue and debate about. So good to have you here, Scott. Yeah, thanks for having me here. All right. Uh, we, of course, we want to thank Morgan Stanley Global Sports Entertainment for all their support uh, throughout the year. They believe in empowering professional athletes and entertainers with all the knowledge they need to make informed decisions about their finances and wealth. To learn more, go to morganstanley.com slash GSE, Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC member SIPC. We have one week left in the regular season in the NFL, and we need to talk quarterbacks because uh, the ramifications now that uh, some teams have been officially eliminated, uh, some teams are on the brink of elimination, and what is going to happen with some of these quarterbacks that just make mondo bucks or, in the case of Dak Prescott, Still yeah. might make it, or is it in question now after the the loss to the Eagles? Yeah, it's completely discussable at this point. I mean, I'm not sure where Dallas lives right now. I mean, are they going to blow this? I think the coach is gone. Don't you think? Don't yes. they have to blow it up? Yeah. I mean, there's way too much pressure on them for, to not. I think, at but this I mean, point. blow everything up. Well, right? Yeah, but but even blowing up the coaching staff always has some potential impact on the personnel and the players. Maybe not Dak, but. You're going to bring a different mindset and a different idea, and you're going to hire a new coach who's going to say, I like this guy, I don't like him, I can win with him, or or here's what I can't do with him. So, um, Jason Garrett, is he's got to be gone because they can't change all the players. No, right? so I don't think they can. No. The coach is the one they can change, the easiest one. Well, to let's, just, let's look at it from this perspective. You know, we've, got, we've talked about these nine or ten quarterbacks that are – uh, potentially carouseling this offseason, whether it's via trade, via you know free agency, maybe a draft pick. Um, it, are any of them better than Dak from an age and a production standpoint? Probably or, not. Or is Dak uh, off still the top like of the my head? Probably not. No, you know, right? I mean, because you've got guys who you could argue are better, but they're on they're closer to forty, if not over forty. You've got younger guys like Winston, who you know is not necessarily better, uh, and maybe not available, and maybe not yeah. available. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, the interesting thing about that game, the drops, the receivers that dropped the football in the game. I mean, Jason Witten, I mean, right in his midst. Gallup, Cooper, everybody Gallup, dropped right. balls. Yes. They and, all balls. And then the, the, the final offensive play they had, it was a, um, I would say, better than a 50-50 ball for the receiver for Dallas, and the cornerback made a great play for the Eagles. Paul, let me clap back a little bit. Andy Dalton's 32, Cam Newton's 30. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that's Cam, not old. Cam Newton's yeah, he's forty. Real, real age thirty seven. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I, I I know what you're saying, but his his mileage and his injury history makes him closer but, to Philip Rivers. Let's talk Dalton. Let's talk Dalton because Dalton, the quarterback that Dalton sort of took over for, Ryan Fitzpatrick, is kind of still doing it. Ryan Fitzpat is that a is that a decent comparison? You know my you know my thoughts on Fitz. We we love everything about him, but but for you to say he's doing it, 
what are they? They're five and eleven, right? Or they're five and ten, and he racks up big yardage and doesn't always win a lot of games. Um, yeah, but so four I'm, touchdowns I'm has, isn't nothing. Well, I know, but but you know, again, let's look at the bigger picture here, which has always been the story with Ryan Fitzpatrick to me is that is that everybody falls in love with him. He he puts up has a couple of big games every year, but his teams never win. But isn't that so, Andy Dalton? Um. That's Andy Dalton. Not, not necessarily. Uh, you know, I think Andy's been more of a consistent winner with lesser numbers through his career. I actually think Fitzpatrick's a flashier quarterback than, than Dalton. Dalton. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and it, Fitz is more of a gunslinger. Agreed. Hasn't Dalton had better weapons too? Yes, for sure. I mean, Fitzpatrick's just on the team that's got nobody. Always. Well, Fitz had in uh, Buffalo. No, I'm, I'm going to say the Jets. Oh, fair. Right with the, with the Jets. So no, it, not it, really. Oh, he put up great numbers. It was He's Marshall, been, and who was the other? He had receiver? one good, really good season. I, you know, that's. I'm just. I'm hesitant to to jump on the Fitz bandwagon here. I, I, I'm not looking at it from Fitz's angle. I'm looking at this from Dalton's so, angle. So, I'm trying me, to figure out if Andy Dalton is worth another team. To right me, now. Andy yes, Dalton, I, I'd say he is. But yes. but is is somebody bringing him in to be their starter? I, I, I that think, I'm not inclined to think that they are because I'm inclined to think that you look at Andy Dalton and you say he's okay. I need to be better, whether that's better by drafting a young, high-drafted rookie and having Dalton there to sort of hold the spot. Um, But to me, Andy Dalton, nobody's going, I get me that guy to be my starter. Is Andy Dalton a better passer than Dak Prescott? Yes, right? Yes. Okay. So is is Fitzpatrick, by the way. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he is. And... Dak, if you watch him, is he? He's not as a, Scott's over here shaking his head. Oh, you're do you have to, Do you have facts? You're allowed to chime in. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yep. Don't want the facts getting away with a good story here. Okay. Um, no, but the optics will tell you that. Uh, but they throw a better ball, right. Than Dak Prescott. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Andy Dalton. His career uh, completion percentage is sixty-two percent. Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick is sixty percent. Uh, the uh, take a guess who has more yards, passing yards. Yeah, but what's the completion percentage? What'd you say? Andy Dalton has sixty-two. Ryan Fitzpatrick is sixty. Fitz Fitz has more yards. Yeah, he does. He yeah. definitely does. But yeah. now now go to the one that we always talk about when it comes up with Fitz. And I know it's not always the best indicator of a quarterback, but go to the win loss record, career win loss oh, record. It's stark difference. And, and that, yeah, but is me, that on the quarterback? Well, to some degree it is. It has to be. All right. Well, look at Phillip Rivers. Is what, that on Scott, him? No, let, let's Scott t- tell everybody what they are first. Yeah, yeah so Ryan is 54-83-1. Beautiful. And Andy is 69-61-2. That's pretty significantly different in my mind. That's where, in my mind, you look beyond all the cool, funky stuff about Fitz and go, he's not really that good. His teams just don't win. Well, they I don't. Get, yeah, I, correct. So but, that tells me he's not good enough. But I, but I, I, I'll go back. I don't think we're debating fits. No. I think we're debating if Andy Dalton is worth another team bringing in, mm-hmm. whether it be the Cowboys, whether it be the Jaguars. Uh, because, listen, there's going to be change there, right? I mean, yeah. uh, Marone's going to be gone. Coughlin's gone. Marone's going to be gone. Yeah, well, I, are they going to die? I think not. Other- I you, think, you think, I think keep, not. Coughlin's gone. I think they're going to run this thing to, into the ground with Minshew and with Foles on the bench. I think they're going to do this. I think it's going to be the exact same season next year. And then they blow it up because they have to from that from a contractual window. Fournette, all of it. It's just going to be there. Not to, I don't want to drift off the topic here, uh, but I'm intrigued and, and uh, 
I've been intrigued by it all year long, and then I saw some of his comments after the game and say, Philip Rivers intrigues me a lot, too. Yeah. Does not sound like that marriage is continuing, either no. by his choice or by their choice. I thought he, he fell off a cliff this year. Yeah, um, he looks old. He, he looked old, old, old. Yeah. Um, but he's still Philip Rivers, and somebody in the league may see something in him that, that they would want to invest in. Does, does that happen, and what happens to him? Well, I think it, it all depends upon what we're going to see is what happens in the draft with quarterbacks because you see the success that the Baltimore Ravens uh, yeah. are having. You see the success the Bills are having with young quarterbacks. Uh, heck, even the, you know, the Jets, I'm telling you, if, if Darnold didn't have mono beginning of the year, I think their season is completely different. You know I'm in on that. So I, 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 think, I don't think they have enough around him yet. Their offensive line was bad, and, and yeah. their weapons aren't great. And but Lady their secondary was a waste. Their secondary is uh, very good. Their defense wasn't. You know, this, the, the defensive line wasn't good. But but I agree with you completely. I think Darnold is going to be the player that everybody thought he was going to be. What I, I'll have a team here for you for Andy Dalton. Okay. How about the Denver Broncos? Yeah, yeah. they're they're going to have to make a move uh, because the Drew Lock era ended in about eight minutes. Yeah. Um, like they can still win out here and, and, and can have a positive, uh, you know, feeling heading into 2020. Flacco's gone, and sure, he's, and he's done. Right. I mean, there's there's no room for Flacco anywhere else. Uh, I think maybe Scott's team, Scott's hometown team, the Washington Redskins, oh. could have something to say about somebody. Somebody Hassan's got carted off yesterday, right? And that's going to be a new coaching regime. Yeah, it's just an ankle. For the record, I'm a Bills fan, not a Redskins fan. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said your hometown, yes. not who you root for. Uh, so let, let, let's put it this way. Uh, let's just assume Joe Burrows is in Cincinnati. Or Joe Burrow, excuse me. Sure. You keep Dalton, right? Uh, it would make sense, right? It's like $17 million to keep him. You keep him. You... We all know Paul's philosophy. You, you, don't, you don't play in week one, right? Burrow. Yeah. Right. I, I, just, I just wonder if that's... Having Dalton there is is maybe not what what the right move is. Even when you bring Burrow in there, maybe you go get another Andy Dalton. I think you know what I mean by another mm-hmm. guy like that. Just again, it just seems like a weird dynamic to keep the guy who has been the starter there. You keep him there, but you basically drafted his replacement. We all know he's going to take that job within the first month of the season, if not in the preseason. And then you've still got sort of this guy hanging around there that was the the, the ghost of quarterback pass. But it, but it's uh, Christmas it, reference, it's, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, and happy Hanukkah to all our listeners too. Um, it's not unprecedented though. This is what Baltimore did yep. uh, with uh, Flacco and Jackson. Giants are currently it's doing New York it. Giants yep. with Eli Manning and Dan Jones, Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's the way you do it. Yeah, and, it's the smart way. It's to not do twenty five million. It's seventeen. And Dal- I don't think Dalton's making seventeen if he's not in this contract. If he's not going to be a starting quarterback, he's not making seventeen million dollars next year. I would agree so I think that. all parties probably agree to it if that's where it goes. And it's a similar conversation in Carolina. Nine, yeah, Cam, nine, $19 million for, for, for Cam Newton next year right. on, on an expiring contract. Does, is Cam Newton really going to start for the Bears? No. Can we stop? Trubisky's going to be the starting quarterback in 2020. He's doing enough. It's been bad. It's been okay. It's been maybe great for one game, but he, they're not going to give up on this guy. No, they're I don't not. think so. It's, and you're not bringing in Cam Newton if you're not giving up on Trubisky. So, so where is Cam Newton going to be? Chargers? Ooh. Is that the only team that actually needs a starting quarterback next year? Well, they have they have Taylor, right? I'm just saying Tyrod. Yes, I mean he start. Let, listen. Yeah, yeah, but Tyrod's not strong enough a player to, to 
at least not have a competition with a Cam Newton yeah, or no Andy way. Dalton. Yeah, and but they right? may have a new general manager and maybe even right. a new coach next year. Yes. A new stadium. I mean, with that broom going to sweep clean, we man, with a whole new San stadium. Diego. And there, I mean, did you hear the comments from Philip yes. Rivers yesterday about they had to run silent counts on offense? And they were the home team no, they couldn't in their hear stadium because the Raiders fans took the place over. I believe Philip Rivers' quote was, "It was it's very discouraging. I mean, are you kidding me? Can you believe that? I mean, the Chargers are in this abyss of no man's land of an NFL team. Nobody cares about them. They have no fans. There are no Charger fans in L.A. The Charger fans from San Diego don't care about them. Anybody that's a wild card fan in California is a Raiders fan primarily. Um, it, what a weird situation for them to be in. Uh, it is. They should have never left San Diego. Correct. But um, that article was ESPN. Yep. It was incredible. The ownership stuff. Yeah. yeah incredible inc- read. Incredible look into how the NFL does business when it comes to stadiums and just what a mess. Uh, whatever Jerry Jones decides he wants. Right. And yeah. just what a, what a mess that is out in Los Angeles. And the Rams are really taking on everything. Right. It's like it's like if you had a little brother growing up and. Your your mom and dad say, yeah, okay, you can go to the movies, but you got to bring your little brother along, and you got to pay for him <laughs> and make sure he has snacks and take him to the potty when he needs to go. And so basically, yeah, you get to go, but you're just babysitting your little brother. That's what it seems like the Rams are babysitting the Chargers in the NFL, and the Chargers are not doing a very benefit. good job because nope. the Rams aren't making the playoffs either. No, nope. no. Well, okay, so there's a court. They gave the quarterback the money. Yeah, and find money just the wrong time. Yeah, that's the end of the conversation. All of it was wrong timing. Too early on Gurley, too early on Goff, and now they're in a situation where there's no getting out. They're going to have to trade Jalen Ramsey. I'm going to go on the air and say that right now. You got you got to trade Jalen Ramsey. Whom they just they, they yep. traded so you much. Get to get one of your get. first round picks back at least. Just because they can't, there's no way they can fit him in with everybody else. It's reckless to do it at right. this point. It's just reckless because you don't know how the ship's going to go next year, and you can't add to it. Right, you can't add to the fire. No, already, the house is already on fire. You can't you can't put more gasoline on top of it. Um, even though Ramsey's a hell of a player, you got to get draft assets back because that's the only way out of this mess. Draft rookie contracts, right? So you get, you got to do that. You, you got to send him to a team like a Tampa uh, or, or or Kansas City or somebody that just needs to fix their defense and, and will give up some draft capital to do it. But um, that's to me, that's going to happen with the Rams. I want to ask I want to ask Mike about one other quarterback. I thought about this watching a little bit of the Monday night game, and then this will lead me into a, a discussion about two big name ones. Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. what's his situation um, when he co- You know, I see him. Did you watch the, the Monday, Saints game? Um, Monday night game? yesterday? No, did not. Um, I caught the end of it. And then so, but so, what happens with Teddy Bridgewater? And yeah. then is there any doubt about Breeze and Brady being coming free agents this year? I'll let you talk about all three uh, of those. Let's let's start with the Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill is a hell of a quarterback, right? Did you watch him in college? Yes. I did not. Yes. I, I figured you did. Yeah, he was a dominant. He could throw the ball, college. right? Downfield and everything. Hurt. He kept getting hurt. Got hurt twice, I believe, in college because of mobility. Because because you know because he runs over people, you know. But he he does fit. He can be the quarterback for that team, right? That's correct. Yes. That's all I kept thinking yesterday when I'm watching this guy, and everybody freaking loves him. Yes, he's he a, is. He's a gamer, man. He's, he's a, a football player. But but is right? he? But is he good in short spurts and not? I don't know. From the first snap on, see, you they tell went, me. They went to Bridgewater when Breeze got hurt, not Taysom Hill. You're right now, because maybe they didn't want to change the role. But my concern on a guy like Taysom Hill is he's effective because he gets eight snaps a game at quarterback, and because he's something that oh my god, what do we do now? 
if you game plan for him and he's your quarterback the whole game, not I don't good know enough. if he throws the ball well not enough. Good enough. I, I think he's a you know, he's a bigger physical Duck Hodges in some oh, ways. No. You know? Oh no. Well I, I, you know. it's Christmas, Paul. My God, lay off him. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, really? Bridgewater. I, I have no idea, and that's my honest answer. I have no idea. I, I don't know why he went back to the Is there any chance Breeze is not the quarterback there again next year? I can't year? imagine it. Even if they win the Super Bowl. Because that's Teddy Bridgewater's decision. Yeah. Right? They're all expiring. Right. Well, don't you think... They're all expiring. Don't you think Taysom Hill, his uh, play allows the Saints to say goodbye to Teddy Bridgewater? I don't know. That, that's what I was thinking initially here when I, when I started to speak, but Paul's kind of talking me off that cliff. I don't know. If, if he can't be a full-time quarterback and Breeze does walk away, I don't know why Breeze Breeze is not away. walking why away. Why would he walk he's away? He's too good. I mean, he's got all the records. If they win the Super Bowl, I guess you walk away. But other than – why do you walk away? You mean walk away, retire, yeah. not walk away, go anywhere else. No, he's not going anywhere else. He's the he, mayor of that city. Correct, <laughs> yeah. He – as long as he's still effective, right, and still throw the ball, and he's still he's still got Thomas, and they they get that dynamic oh offense. Oh my goodness! Um, Set an NFL record. Right. Yeah. That's the that's the thing that the team is built to win. Right. If you just take Drew Brees out of it, they're not going to win. It's the same thing with Brady. We're like, why do these guys still keep playing? It's because they can. Yeah, because they can. Because they can. Because they can contend. Right. Yeah, they're not going to play just to play. Right. You know what I mean? That's why you're not – Tom Brady's not going I mean, to Los Angeles. Right. He's, He's not going to be the Chargers quarterback. They look at Brett Favre in these copper wire yeah. uh, knee sleeve commercials and be like, I don't want to be that guy yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, and what I got, the hell I would, happened to I, Brett Favre? I, I, I maybe in a perfect world, I would like to hope that these guys look at – um, Joe Montana yeah. and a few other guys and go, is that what I want my legacy to be? Oh, you know, I mean, I, you know, so does Tom Brady, now he yeah. may get annoyed. See, I think the Brady thing comes from the Patriots, not from Brady. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Now, he's an anomaly, but but there's a, a long enough track record of how New England makes a decision about whether you can and can't play anymore that the decision to end the relationship well, with Brady will be we, a Belichick decision, not a Brady one. We have haphazardly left the Patriots out of this entire conversation because that's a team that could absolutely need a quarterback in 2020. Right? All right. So and Are they going to draft one? Or could you see them trying to get Bridgewater? Or any of these players. Sure. Is Andy Dalton a fit for the Patriots? Is Cam Newton? I don't think Cam Newton's a fit for the Patriots. No. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe. Here, here's the list. I don't, I, Dalton, I, Newton, Carr, Derek Carr. Don't forget. Oh, I know Oakland can make the playoffs, but they hate Derek Carr. Uh, Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning. I guess we can't count him out. We haven't heard he's going to retire. Right? We haven't sure heard. Sure sounds that way, though. Yeah. Sure sounds I, I guess that we way. can count out Joe Flacco. Bridgewater. Are we counting Mariota out? Is Mariota done as a starting he's quarterback? Done yes, there. I think so. He's done yeah. there. Uh, done there. He's yeah. done there. And I don't think he's done enough to, to have a job anywhere else. I mean, all these guys are going to get a chance to go in and compete or be a backup somewhere. There, it's he. Mar- Marcus Mariota to me is uh, Mark Sanchez. Yeah, he'll get yeah, an opportunity to be yeah. a backup somewhere, right? Because because of where he's drafted, what he was able to accomplish, they'll get an opportunity to go compete somewhere. Maybe it's New England, right? I mean, that that's the guy. Oh, they got Marcus Mariota. To be uh, Brady's back. Do we think and, Brady's done? I don't. I, I do. I, Why? I, I, think, I think he wants to be done. You think he wants to be done? Yeah. Does it depend on how far they go this year? Uh, I don't think it does. No? No. I think he's done. I think it's been a very frustrating year for him. Mm-hmm. I, I think he doesn't see anything getting better offensively for the team. Not quickly. Yeah. yeah and but, what but, the hell does he have to prove? But, Kevin, for you right? to say that, 
you could have said that six other times in his career <laughs> sure, in New England. Sure. I think it's crazy to, 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 to think that he sits there and goes, they don't know what they're doing here. It's never going to get any better. That's never been what the Patriots have been all about. Never. And no, I, I, I understand that. And listen, they, they're still going to make some noise here in the playoffs. They won the division again. Brady's a prideful guy. Um, do Drew Brees' records mean anything to him? I think he knows he's not going to. He can't. They're not built that way. They're not built that way. Oh, no. I no. I I, I said the Patriots have never been built the way New New Orleans plays offense. So for him to get those records doesn't seem likely. Well, I I think every competitor wants to be the best. Yeah. And he's considered the best of all time. And, you know, another player has a record he probably wants. But I think a record that's not obtainable for him because of the way their team's built. Sure. And I also think... You know, to the point about you don't want to be like Joe Montana and Favre and like you, you know, just be shells of yourself for these other teams. And then we've pointed out there's not many quarterbacks that work with other teams, period. Peyton Manning and Kurt Warner are like the only two that have been successful. Yeah, we had that conversation. Right, going to another team. Yeah. And if you're talking about legacy, yeah, Tom Brady in any other uniform doesn't A, look right, feel right, and it won't be right. It won't be. It just won't be. So he ends his career in New England. Uh, you could certainly. We, we made the case several times that it, this year uh, it seems like it would be the year. Mm-hmm. However, if they win, yeah, right, if they win there's again. There's a good chance they can. There's a damn good chance they can win if they can get through the Ravens. Well, isn't the likelihood of a Breeze Brady Super Bowl extremely high? I right think now? it would be right. <laughs> be mean, amazing. Isn't that like a legitimate thing right now? And and the the gentleman thing to do would they bet whoever wins the other one has to retire. <laughs> the other one has to retire. I love it. <laughs> that would be the gentleman. You forfeit thing all your records it. and retire. Uh, by the way, while Shame. we're on the Patriots. We haven't heard yet what a penalty is going to be for the latest. And should they not well, be penalized and fined for Edelman faking a head injury? You think he was faking? He admitted it. I think he was half dead. He looked half uh, dead. I, I did he so looked that's, mad that they were sending him to the because locker Because he was faking room. it. Is that what that's, you guys are yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I believe. Boy, that's, like, that, that's, that's like Robert De Niro level faking. If that's, I, I, didn't, I hadn't heard the faking, Kevin. If I, if I had read the story correct... Right, well, I can't he, believe he, you found a Patriot admitting wait, to something. While you're looking like this up, it, it is not for nothing on on this uh, this penalty. What you're talking about, because it's it's if they do need a quarterback next year, I don't think they're going to have a first round pick. You think they take a? I don't think they, they took one away last time. I don't. Yeah, they but I don't think they're going to be able to prove that this was a football. I don't know they're going to be able to prove that this was football generated eight minutes of sideline footage. The what? There were eight minutes of sideline footage. Eight minutes. This wasn't a blip. They didn't accidentally leave the camera on. I just think they're going to have a hard time proving, proving that it got back that to the it, Patriots. That it was ordered by the football people, and I think there's no way they can take a first round pick away from that. Uh, I, I I think they're not going to have a first round pick in 2020. All right, this is what this is Edelman's comment about the because uh, he was upset he had to go in because they took him to the, the the tent. Jordan Poyer. It was a pick play. Yep. Yeah. All right. Oh, it, it was, was an incredibly one. well right. executed yeah. pick play. Yeah. Edelman's quote, I was trying to sell it, he said post-game when asked about him laying face down on the field after the pick play. This is from CBSSports.com. And then three flags are literally in my face. So that sell didn't work, and it got me taken out for a quarter. And wow. he was asked, so you weren't really injured on the play. I'm not getting into it, but there was a lot to the situation, he said. Oh, my God. Yes. Those are tough plays. It's a bang-bang play. It's a slant flat. There were men in coverage, and you're trying to set up your guy. Then all of a sudden, 
you come off and break it off and yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But let's go back to this. I was trying to sell it. Were you injured? Not getting into it, but there's a lot in the situation. Yeah. I, come on. You know what, so, though? You know what? Take a step away from that. And that, in a nutshell, yeah. is the Patriots. 20 years of the It's Patriots not just right running a pick play with a, telling a receiver to run a pick play. It's telling a receiver to run a pick play, play and then look like you got hit so hard to try to fool the officials into thinking it wasn't a pick play. That you, I mean, that, in a nutshell, is why the Patriots are the Patriots and have been so successful because that was a coaching point to Edelman okay. to look like you got hurt so they might think that it actually wasn't a pick play. All right, but think about that for a second. Uh, is that is that cheating? No. No, no, no. no. It's not. No. Wow. I, I would say it is. Uh, Scott, help me out on this one. It's, it's boy, it's questionable for sure, right? Faking an injury. If he indeed faked the injury, you know, he tried to sell it. How is it any different than the <clears throat> you know, different things. How is it any different than the ineligible receiver thing they did against the Ravens a couple of years ago? It's no right? different than uh, in, in the box in soccer and you get your ankle tapped yeah. and you fall down and say, "Oh, I got an ankle injury," and get a penalty shot. All right, can I at least say this? It's bush league. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. It's bush league. Isn't that the motto though? Well, it wins. That's the motto. That's the Patriots' motto. It wins. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is 27 years old. Come on. 27 years old. He's going to be a starting quarterback for the Patriots next year. Let's just stop this conversation. Okay. Let's go All to right. basketball. Uh, we're going to go to basketball oh, here in a second, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> Hang on. I just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by The Athletic. The Athletic is a subscription-based sports news site delivering in-depth sports coverage for real fans. You get detailed coverage on every trade, free agent signing, and potential injury on your team, <laughs> as well as expert analysis from national and writers. And injuries on your team Well, as that's well. what I was imp- Paul, I was implying. It's a lot to it here. If you have uh, to explain the joke. A lot of great national writers, Ken Rosenthal, Michael Lombardi, and Pierre Lebrun. Plus, you get uh, great insight from analytics gurus and former team executives like John Hollinger and Seth Parth. Now, join today. And you're gonna you're gonna save in your what a great holiday gift just in time you, you don't know what to get the sports fan here that's on your list last minute you can get them a subscription yeah you can gift it gift it and you get forty percent off when you mention spot track so here's what you do go to the theathletic.com slash spot track that's s p o t r a c forty off that is theathletic.com slash spot track forty off and you get forty percent off and what a great gift. Uh, to follow your team and uh, all the access to the great writers. All right. NBA. We've been doing the decades in review, and NBA is Scott Allen's area of expertise. He is the the, the first person I heard uh, in season previews that said the Golden State Warriors, and it was the preview here, were going to be absolutely awful this year. And that was before the injuries. And the injuries just have exacerbated it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, they have. Yes. Uh, they're a terrible uh, basketball team right now, which is just shocking, uh, especially in a new arena and all that great stuff. So they're worse than all of basketball. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are the worst team in the NBA. And they're going to get the number one pick. They're going to get the number one. Right? <laughs> well, the, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, the, those, those per, yeah, those percentages are all top, bottom, well, bottom three. All they're going the to get the but... number one pick. <laughs> you, <laughs> cold, cold envelope. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, exa- exactly right. Okay, when you go to select here, uh, we, that's the one we put in the freezer. Uh, it's a Patrick Ewing situation. Yeah. Oh Which, God. by the way, do we still, Paul, or we're... That's a real thing. Right? The Patrick Ewing thing? Right? <laughs> it sure sounds like it. Right? Yeah. Sure feels like I'm not a like... big conspiracy theorist in general, but it's kind of hard to deny <laughs> yeah. things All right. like that. Although, so that's why they couldn't do it for Zion Williamson? Yeah, probably. This year, right? Probably. All right. Oh, and real quick, and then we'll get into this decade stuff, because I've been wanting, Scott and I were talking about uh, collecting, uh, card collecting before we got here. There was a, a card selected, actually in a Buffalo store, uh, two weeks ago, or was it a week ago, the Zion Williamson rookie, um, that was the, the store claims is worth $300,000. Really? Wow. He hasn't even played a game yet. Correct. Because it's one of five. One of five wow. printed in huh. this. And I'm like three. Let's just say three hundred thousand for a Zion Williamson rookie. That wow. sounds that sounds absurd to me. Oh, no, the basketball money's dumb. It's dumb. All right, it's gonna break. And they said it's because of the 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 market in Japan. Yeah. Um, in China, they mm-hmm. they love NBA basketball. Yes. And so they're that's where they're selling the cards. So if you get some basketball cards, kids, for Christmas, look for Zion Williams. Scott's running out to every Buffalo card yes. shop as soon as we get down here today. Um, well, Scott, I, Scott, where are we in the ratings? Do you know? The are show or bad? the NBA? Oh, yeah, all, I know. I think it's all bad, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> basketball ratings are down from everything Still? I've heard. Yeah. Still? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're in Christmas week here. That's why we're doing but, the NBA. But keep this in mind, everybody's week. ratings are down. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, when you say that, there needs to be some perspective. I think the NFL is significantly up. NFL has been, yeah, they've actually... Yeah, but, but rate, all ratings are down because people are watching it on a sure. lot of different places. So not as many people... As yeah, and I don't people know if people may those... be watching the games, but they're not always watching them on TNT or ESPN. Right, I, I don't know if the streaming... I think it is. ...with the league passes included in that or not. Um, but from what I've heard... It makes sense. I'm not knocking it. Look, look at you. Nine of your superstars are sitting home in street clothes right right. now. I mean, who wants to watch this right now? Well, and the Pelicans, I think, were on something of 30 games nationally televised. Warriors as well. (laughs) So what are you going to do with that? I mean, those are – Zion's not coming back until January, it sounds like. And, I mean – Yeah, we talked about this last week. That's the one thing the NBA has to fix is flex scheduling. Yeah. Well, got to get it. One of the the, – Interesting things with NBA ratings, and uh, many critics feel like it, the NFL has had a great year. They did. Right? Yeah. So when you have Thursday night football, and I, I, admittedly I've watched more Thursday night football this year yeah. than uh, ever because I've been interested in it. And I, I have watched less NBA, and I like watching the NBA. Love it. I, I just don't know why I've watched less NBA, but it's just happened. And there's also – you have load management, yes. right? Well, so stars not playing, and if Kawhi Leonard's not playing a game for the Clippers, also, well, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to watch the Golden State Warriors, who were scheduled a lot, right on on yeah. uh, uh, ESPN because of the Golden State Warriors, and Curry's not playing, and they're terrible. Also, right? there's and, a, a massive. I mean, we have an East Coast bias. We live in New York. Correct. All of the players are in Houston. L.A., L.A., I, I, that's where the game. The games are 10.30 right. at night. If the Sixers, Celtics, not, not ideal. or the Bucks aren't playing, yeah. Right. Right? Kawhi, well, Kawhi went west. Paul George went west. LeBron went west. Anthony Davis went west. I mean, there's really nobody to watch on the East Coast right now. No. And I, and I, was looking at, I looked at the Christmas Day schedule just to see yeah. what the lineup is, and 5 o'clock is 
Houston at Golden State. Yep. It's that, like, that ain't going to fly. I'm going to eat my, my meatballs and drink my wine. I'm not yeah. going to watch that. No. <laughs> I'm telling you what I'm doing right now. Wow. Um, Houston's not even watchable right now because they are, they are so good, by the way. If you're going to bet a team out of the West because the, the Lakers are killing everybody, but I think Houston is sneaky. They are, they are Patriots Patriots in this season right now. They can, are just basically going through the motions. Can you say something about the Lakers again? Because I remember our preview show. Somebody, oh, I killed them, right? Yeah. I killed them. And you liked them. I liked Scott them liked a lot. Them. So the smart guys won this one out. Okay. They're dominating. All right. That one-two punch has been better than advertised. Yes. Well, I'm I just figured I, I just figured advertised. LeBron was going to have a He's a world beater right now. Everybody was killing him. He's, he's still the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is still the Which guy. Which is great. All right, but anyway, so speaking of LeBron here, yes, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about the decade that was here. Yeah, uh, these, in the NBA. these decades, uh, doing the research on these was so much fun. This and had then, to be the most fun, right? Yeah, the numbers was. of the NBA I, had to be ridiculous. I woke up this morning and had two more ideas that I threw on this <laughs> that I did research on just because uh, my mind was running and uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I mean, out of the four major sports, this league cap grew the most. I mean, it grew 88%. 88%. It's crazy because of that influx of uh, money that came in that helped Durant go to Golden State. But they have grown so much. and um, So it went from $58 million in 2010, the league cap, to $109 million. Yeah, Scott, what you just said is actually pretty important. It's an important part of this decade because it's a timing thing, right? Mm-hmm. Teams... Teams that were really educated in how this was going to work and how the TV money was yep. coming and how the China money was coming, they they sort of tanked at the at the beginning of this decade on purpose to align themselves with draft assets and and cap money for that cap boom, right? And that's how I mean, obviously Golden State just got lucky with Curry. So many teams said no to Curry because mm-hmm. of his size and where he came from. Um, they didn't get lucky with Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's always been a shooter, but he's not going to be the number one on any team. So they drafted well two years in a row, and then the cap exploded, and they were able to go and get a guy like Durant and Draymond Green at some point. The smart teams did it right, and they're still benefiting from it. The smart teams then, in 2020, are still going to be great because of what they did. Yeah, they were using those projections to their advantage that, that the league pushes out. And, yeah. I mean, if they're projecting two years out, three years out, and they can see what their cap is going to be. And the, the, the NBA be has been pretty close. Where the NFL and yeah. some of the other teams have, have – and the NHL, for my God, the NHL had to go down on their cap this year. Yes. That's how bad things got there. Well, that's because the players kept voting on the escalator. And so You're they right. To... Yeah, they, they, they basically ran it down themselves. But the, the NBA's projections have been on, and that's helped teams budget accordingly. Yes. And it's – you know, the rich are getting richer right now in the NBA. Highest player cap – um, it, by year, and there's only three players that yeah, fit the list. Exactly. Ten years, <laughs> and you're gonna everybody's gonna say, "Well, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron's no. there one time, folks. That's in 2016." That's a LeBron That's a took shock. some Brady contracts. Mm-hmm. He took some Brady contracts. Yeah. Well, he did because when I was thinking about this, and I have not looked at the top ten earners through the decade. Okay. All right. Uh, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, "All right, the I was gonna say LeBron, and I don't know if he's number one." Um, but I knew he'd be up there, but I, I didn't think he – I don't know. Is he number one? He is number one. All right. he's no, So I'm surprised only because I knew he took some Brady-type contracts. I knew Curry would be up there. Curry, the last three years, has had the highest cap number, 17, 18, 19. Uh, <laughs> right? But previous to that, Kobe Bryant from 2010 to 2015 had the highest player cap number. So I would assume Kobe's number two on Chris, the list. Chris Paul? Chris Paul is number two. All right, I was going to uh, guess a guy. Tell me if he's in the top 10. Again, I have not looked at the top 10 list. Is Dwight Howard in the top 10? Oh, yeah. 
He is. Okay. So that was a player that I thought nobody would really yep. think of, but Dwight Howard's in the top 10 because well, of the big contracts how about that he had. One of the players that you just mentioned, should, should we give this away? Well, yeah, go ahead. The top 10. Yeah, go ahead. One of the players that you just mentioned before is not in the top 10. Kobe. Steph. Oh, Kobe Steph. And Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah, he had those low Neither deals. of them in the top 10. How is Kobe Bryant not in the top 10? When he had, he was a top cap player for six years. Because that the money's only, been so much better yeah. on the back, fi- on the back five years When he walked away, everything boomed. Yep. Oh. Everything yeah. boomed. And, and I assume him. Curry, because yeah. of where he was drafted in the early part of his career, when yep. he didn't earn, he's playing catch-up. Right, Scott? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those six years that he had the highest cap, I mean, only adds up to $154 million, So, uh Top ten, the top ten cuts off at 175, so he missed out on that explosion. Uh, you would be hard pressed to get anybody to guess number ten. You mentioned Absolutely that 175, yes. <laughs> right? Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, yeah. uh, you know the Spurs. You would be hard pressed to uh, to get that. The top ten: LeBron James, number one at 245 million. I'm going to round up there uh, from the decade. Chris Paul at second, 231. His is his contract the worst contract, by the way. I do have him. We'll, we'll save that for later. It's a teaser. What about the fact that it was traded, though? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Well, Kevin Durant's third at $212 million. Russ, Russ, Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. at four at one ninety eight. Dwight Howard, fifth at one hundred ninety one. Carmelo Anthony. It, it, as a fellow Syracuse grad, I feel like I don't want to disparage another great orange player, but is that the softest, weakest, top ten guy out of that whole it's list? It's on purpose. I mean, he stayed in the Knicks to take that money. Right. Yeah. That, that's exactly what he did. He I mean, wanted of those that money. top ten guys is has he achieved the least I would have to out say of yes. any of them? Carmelo Anthony yes. is the Cam Newton of the NBA. Oh man, shots fired. What? <laughs> had, it was had, I'm not uh, even sure he was as. Paul, good you have as any Cam Duck Hodges Newton. comments for us? Uh, yeah, I'm not even sure that he was as good as Chris Paul Cam is the Newton. Duck Hodges of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, hold on. Let me let me explain it. Where uh, electrifying early on in his career. No, that's fair. Right? And injuries have just decimated him. Fair. Right? I mean, if Melo didn't have some injuries, is he with the, he's with the Blazers? Cam Newton doesn't right? play any defense right now, either, yeah. too. Yeah. Cam well, Newton does not play any defense. Yeah, same yeah. thing as Anthony. So there you go. It might, it might not be fair to either of them, and Newton might be better. You're Newton right. Made, Newton made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, has Melo never been even close? What has Melo ever so. won? Anything? Outside of the NCAA championship. Wait, yeah. has Melo ever been in the playoffs? I thought the Nuggets made the playoffs. Uh, oh, yeah. They, I, they had to have. Yeah. I think the year he came in, they made the playoffs, if Man. I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, Blake Griffin, seven. Man, there's a lot of big guys on this list. Yeah, there are. Chris Bosh, yeah, he's eight at 182. James Harden, nine at 181. By the way, three former Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> and one Curtin Oklahoma City Thunder are on the list in the top ten. That's right. Right? Isn't that's, that, right. that's incredible. Um, total team cash spent. Would you have guessed this team? No, I would not have guessed really? this team in the decade. No. Yeah. The Miami, but when you think about yeah, that's what the they did, it's still just LeBron, Bosch, Wade, the big three, right? and yep. the Miami Heat at uh, nearly uh, at 986 million Almost they spent in the decade. Wow. The Thunder, you would guess because of uh, the players we just mentioned, they're second at 933 million. Clippers third at 920. That's Chris Paul and Blake, Blake Griffin, Griffin, right? Yeah. And then now everything they did this year. Right, yes. <laughs> bottom three, I'm surprised the Sixers are in the bottom three, but then you think about the those players are drafted, right? Right. So they're on young contracts. Yeah, Scott, didn't they spend like $500 million this offseason? Yeah, they did. So a this lot. is uh, 
They spent like three quarters of their decade money this yeah, year. Yeah, but you got to think that that money is over the next Terms. four years. That's right. But yeah, with all the guys that they drafted, even all those number ones and other lottery picks, I mean, they didn't yeah. sign almost any of them. No, back in well, the they've day. traded a lot of them. Yeah, or Kings, let them go. Sacramento Kings, no surprise. No. right. Twenty. But the Suns, what the hell happened to the Phoenix Suns? It's, too, it's terrible, isn't it? Right. Yeah. I mean, this used to be a, a really good franchise, really good franchise. Um, even before they got Barkley, they were a good franchise. Uh, yeah. Who's a, the point guard who became the mayor of Sacramento? Kevin Johnson. Kevin, Kevin Johnson, Johnson, right? Yeah. And Thunder Dan, yeah. uh, Marley, Tommy Chambers, yeah. right? And then they get Barkley, and then they had Nash, uh, Nash mm-hmm. right? And now... Stoudemire, Nash, yeah. They right? had some years. Yeah, now what are they? I think there's a bit right. of a comeback coming. I think they're starting to figure it out a little bit. We'll see We'll see if they can get well, themselves into the playoffs. But Well, if they want a new arena, they're going to need to. Have you been to America West Arena? Oh, it's been a big point of contention for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's, I was there last year, last February, for a game, and it was hmm. old. They're, they're the 11th team in the West right now, so we'll see if we can uh, sneak them in at some point. It's going to be tough. Boy, Portland's in. Carmelo's working, huh? Portland's in the eighth yeah. spot right now? Yeah. Well, good for, good they, for them. And they were low. They, yeah, they were down there. They're slowly trickling back up. Well, there. for him, uh, for his legacy, uh, for his comeback story. It would be awesome. It would be uh, incredible. On a minimum contract. <laughs> All right. You, we have best contracts and worst contracts here. And you have yeah. LeBron James the, uh, in 2014, the these best are contract. In, these are in no order by any means. Okay. Big names. But I, w- I went with LeBron in 2014 uh, when he went back to Cleveland. The... It was the first contract that he accepted a maximum contract. Everything else had been uh, non-maximums with Miami, and had to fit uh, in the other guys. Essentially, this is yeah. and this is when he started doing that one and one, okay, uh, one year with a player option, and it sort of changed the way players have across multiple sports now yeah. how how they look at structuring their contract. So that's why I have him on here. Because it was a game changer on how he structured it and what he wanted to do. And so that changed how the entire league did business, or the star right. players, right? I mean, a lot of these star players are doing the one-and-one one just to get, keep upping. They can The cap keeps rising. Right. <laughs> it makes if, no if, sense to lock in. If the new maximum is greater than their player option, mm-hmm. opt out and get that new value. So, yeah, it's changed the way P- players have thought about things. Uh, Why are we seeing this in football? Why are quarterbacks doing this? If, if they're protected so much now, right? I mean, how many starting quarterbacks have we lost this year for the whole season? Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger. Stafford. Okay. Right? Why, does, why doesn't Drew Brees take a one-year $45 million contract? Well, for $45 million, not, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. That's what the right. NBA players well, are doing. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what Mahomes eventually decides. Why doesn't to do he this, do it? Does, well, does he decide to go that strategy yeah. route? Yeah. You know, assume, That would be interesting. Yeah. Yes. I think the reason, you know, they have agents, right, who tell them. No, I'm not, no. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. And, and I apologize to any agents listening to this right now, no. but if you're an agent, yes, you want the player to sign the $150 million contract because your commission's higher on that. Of course. It's higher than on the $45 million contract. And it does take one hit to ruin a career. See Alex Smith, right? It takes a freak play, uh, and then that money's gone. And I think the but, teams, Kevin, don't you think the teams want longer-term contracts, particularly with the quarterbacks, because they're such cornerstones of the franchise? Well, not only that, they can figure out their cap from it. Well, I think, so I think the teams are pushing it. I think what he's alluding to is a, a year-plus in player option where they have more control yeah. over opting in or out, depending on... I mean, if they know they had a down year, 
Right. They're, they're, they already, they're already building dummy years into these contracts to spread the cap out. Sure. Right. And I mean, just avoidable years, essentially. But my, my point is the quarterback has nobody has more control in football than the quarterback from this, a player leverage standpoint. So this is what LeBron said, essentially. I'm going to I'm right. going to take one for the team, for the league. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to go back to Cleveland. I'm going to be the hero. And I'm going to take a one year contract because I think the cap's rising eight million next year. All right. But but if it's all it's always about money. But and the show's about money. <laughs> but no. But but in football, as we just we talked about a little while ago, yeah. there are uh, stability wins in football. Right. We've only there's only a few quarterbacks that have had success going to other teams. So, but would the Chiefs look down on Mahomes for for demanding this? Uh, right now, the Chiefs ought to be. Yeah, they ought to give him whatever he wants because they're not anything without Mahomes. That's what right I'm saying. Now. That's what I'm saying. So I'll take a one for forty. And we'll talk next year. When 20% is $45 million, and then when 20% is $50 million. That's what LeBron's doing. That's what Durant's doing. But if Mahomes is smart, if he wants to win, if, he just wants to, if it's just about the money, he does that. If he wants to win, no, no, he spreads no. it out so they can get some defensive help there. He's going to get that money anyway, whether it's over a, on a four-year contract or, or a two-year contract. It's all going to be the same guaranteed. I, okay. You know what I mean? I, I understand that, yes. So give yourself the control. Sure. B- build yourself with the player leverage. That's what LeBron did. That's that's why this is so important. That's why that contract in 2014 is so important. It got not only the NBA players thinking about it, but other players in other leagues thinking about it. But in the NBA, going to uh, you know one player, yeah. the impact one player has, but the quarterback is incredible. The the quarterback impact is massive. Uh, it is, it's but massive. you could put it. You could put Patrick Mahomes on the Bears. Uh, well, okay. I'm just trying to think of a really bad. You can put them on the Dolphins. They're still going to suck, right? Sure about that? I'm not so sure about that. Okay, put them on the Bengals. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Okay, quarterback. Yeah, he, <laughs> he would make a difference. He would make a difference I, I for think sure. A great quarterback elevates everything around. Sure. We, how many times have we? You seen just gave Paul another chance to hate Ryan Fitzpatrick. By the way. How many times have we seen teams with mediocre quarterbacks invest in receivers yeah. to try to elevate a quarterback, and it doesn't always sure. it usually doesn't work. How good? It's the, the other way around. You can you can take a bunch of mid level receivers with a great quarterback and be hugely well, successful. Well, isn't that? Uh, I mean, that's basically the, the Chiefs right now. Well, yes, I, I'm uh, saying you yeah. put any quarterback with the Chiefs right now. I'm sorry. I know they have Tyreek Hill, and uh, we I'm saw sorry. it. We saw it when Mahomes right. was hurt, how bad it was. We yeah. Look how bad it is in Detroit without Stafford. All right. It's important. Uh, Steph Curry's contract, then we'll get to uh, the free yeah. here in a second. Can you believe he signed this? I know. This Four in, for $44 million. This was in was 2013. That was his rookie scale extension. Uh, he won the NBA championship in 2015-16. He won an MVP twice in 14-15 uh, and 15-16. 44 million. And he had all NBA uh, first or second team in all years of that extension. Scott, what does he make this year? 45? Uh, I think he's at 40. 40 million. Whatever right? it is, it's probably that four-year contract, right? Uh, no, this is in his new I know. Extension. I'm saying he's making this year oh, what he made in four right, years yes. back in 2013. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's Incredible. why he, in his prime, no yeah, less. And that's why he's on this list because I mean the value that the Golden State Warriors had at that time with, with that contract is just unbelievable. It's like my first radio contract and then my second one. Yeah, not so much. Huh? <laughs> kind of trailed off or not? First one, no. The first one was uh, you know tough. I look back, I'm like, I accepted that much money. Yeah, that little money uh, to do it. And then you got 45 million a year or no? Uh, no. <laughs> 
It's like 45K, and then it was still. Because like it's equal Monday, to first and you're on the show here with us now, so I'm guessing that's not the case. <laughs> um, the freak. Giannis yeah. in 2017, yeah, four he, years, hundred million. Hit, hit, same same kind of situation. Rookie scale extension. It was four years, a hundred million dollars. Which now you look at. Is that a max or did he take less than a max? No, that was less. He took yeah. less than max. Yeah. Wow. So it was great value. He he won the MVP in this extension. He's had He's all be this year all well. NBAs. Yeah. And uh, it's just been unbelievable value that Warriors and. The Bucks have had with these extensions that they did. Is he the the player of the decade for twenty twenty the twenty twenties? Who? Well, you think so? It may be too early. It's too early. I think it's never too early. I don't know. I don't know. He is. I, uh, he's special. Does he have to leave Milwaukee to to gain that kind of mm, legacy? I, I don't know because Milwaukee has done a nice job of putting the pieces around him. Yeah. So, and he seems like a guy that doesn't necessarily need the limelight of Los Angeles or New York or those big markets. Yeah, but can Milwaukee and, remain contenders after they supermax them? I think so. I mean, Giannis' supermax is going to come close to $50 million a well, year, correct? Won't players want to come play with him like they want to come play with LeBron if he's, if he, if he's at less? that level? Yes, and if he's at that level, sure. It's interesting. Guys, awesome well, and, to watch. And you have to think, uh, depending on how trades can work, they can make some trades where then they can sign those players using the rights to stay above. They're going to be above the cap, obviously. Yeah. But uh, they can make some moves if they need to to still put the pieces around him. Uh, and Kevin Garnett, I, I was listening to him yeah. on, on Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons yeah. And, I mean, he, he just he says he has the old-school mentality of working out. He puts in the work. He's in there extra. He's in there uh, doing. He's the anti-Joel instead, Embiid. <laughs> Instead of doing 25-minute workouts, he's doing 65-minute workouts. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the game-changer for him, especially with this new I, era I just, of young kids. I get kids so worried who, with, with athletes of that size just breaking down quickly. But you, you know you're I mean? seeing him so work big. on his game where he's shooting threes, threes and he's I making know. it. Yeah, I know. He The only thing that he really needs is a mid-range jump shot, and when he has that, yeah. he's going to be – unstoppable i think he's content in milwaukee i mean this is a guy who had to share sneakers with his brother in greece yeah right they pretty much pulled him out of his home home yes and gave him a life that that was a great uh documentary documentary 60 minutes or something like that yeah Yeah. hbo i think it was hbo real sports yeah how they found him and where they found him and all that stuff all right worst contracts paul sorry (laughs) mellow mellow's on there (laughs) yeah that really hurt the knicks it did yes crushed him yeah right well, they they were, were, and they were basically this. they were basically forced into the, the bringing him in there by the fans. I thought. Paul, I you thought, can react right? to this. Did, did Mello give up? Yeah, I, I can't. Didn't, I, it, didn't it seem like he I got can't paid to stop say, playing? Well, I can't say that I paid that much attention to really be able to answer your question. But it just seems like his whole career has sort of been. This everybody told him, and everybody sort of perceived him as a superstar, and then everybody chose to ignore the reality that he never was. Right, I mean, teams keep signing him because what they think they're getting two thousand three Syracuse Carmelo Anthony. Because yeah. how much has he really ever done in his career? He's the Ryan Fitzpatrick oh my of the God. NBA. <laughs> oh wow! God. Wow! I'm I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and guarantee you that uh, wow. Carmelo Anthony did not go to Harvard. <laughs> 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 I just think there's a perception about him that's never really been true. <laughs> Man. 
How's that for spinning it wow. back to where we started? Well, that is, uh, wait, wait until Fitzpatrick beats the Patriots this weekend. <laughs> well, <laughs> Brady's not getting wild. Doesn't yeah, for Miami's big fifth win of the year, right? Right, gets him out of the Chase Young conversation. Yeah. Other uh, bad contracts, Chandler Parsons uh, with Memphis traded yeah. to Atlanta. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Uh, John Wall, I agree with this one. I mean, and it's because of injury. It with is. John Wall, right, with it the is. Washington. Uh, and they said, uh, I, I saw a report that he may even come back at the end of the season. Right. I mean, it's not. they have not came out and said that he is done officially. So, I mean, I wanted to put a question mark on that because it's early, but right now I think you have to say it's not what they expected. By the way, they should, they should never have uh, changed their name to the Wizards. They should have stayed the Bullets. Joe Johnson. Ready? 2009, his second year, he has 22. He averages 22 points and how many boards? Five, about five boards. Solid numbers. Sure. Right? Solid numbers. The Hawks give him six years and $123 million after that. He doesn't hit 20 points ever again in his lifetime. Right. Isn't, um, isn't he playing in the threes? He was traded. No. He, yeah, he, just got, he did Big get three. waived by Detroit. He, he was trying to get back in the league this year. Yeah. Car- career earnings, Joe Johnson. All right, uh, 18 let me guess. seasons, Joe Johnson. Uh, he once, uh, only I'm going to say $130 million. Only once, 20 points in a, in a season. 130 oh, 150 $215 million. Get out of here. Get out of here. Joe Johnson and didn't, is did, the GOAT. Didn't I see him play this summer in that, you know, that yeah. little three? Or yeah, he was three. in the big three, and he the did so three. well that – Yes. Teams were giving him a right. shot, and that's when he signed with uh, Detroit. Detroit there. And yeah. who was the player with the? Um, he, he looked like Uncle Drew. He had the he had white beard. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I missed this. Oh my God! I thought it was uh, the Uncle Drew movie. Is that Allen Iverson? No, it wasn't Allen Iverson. No. Um, uh, Granville Waiters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Mozgov, the other bad contracts. Draft busts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I forgot about Anthony Bennett with Cleveland in thirteen, number one overall. Imagine if he was good. That's when LeBron came back the right. next year. That's right. Imagine got traded to Minnesota, yeah, and bought out before the uh, contract ended. Markel Fultz with Philly in two thousand seventeen. Scott, how's he doing? Orlando, Orlando now, right? is he playing? Yeah, he is. He's, he's, yeah, he's back he, up. He was though, coming right? off. Yeah, he was are, coming off the bench. I the believe. yips are gone and all that. Remember, he couldn't even shoot a free throw. Oh, I know. I mean, weird. I, I I played him once in a DFS. Fan, yeah, yeah, no good. It wasn't worth the value, huh? <laughs> Damn right. Uh, Dante, you've Exum. learned anything this week, Kevin? Yeah, he's not worth the value. Ryan Fitzpatrick him. sucks, and don't start Michael Floats. Um, Exum with Utah. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. these guys. I, I, he, I don't remember him lot, at all. Yeah, he's had a lot of injuries. Who's the I best mean, was, number one overall draft pick of, of the decade? Best number one pick. Overall of the yeah, we got the list right here, guys. Kyrie, is it Kyrie? Mm. Uh, no, it's Anthony Davis. I, wow, it's, it's not a great be, list. It's got to be Davis, it's not right? A great list, is it? I think it's got to be Davis. It's got to be Anthony Davis. Yes, I think it's yeah. Davis. I, I would say Davis. I would. I, I'll give it, it, Davis one, Kyrie two. Okay, uh, who's three? I would say Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns, Towns. I think that's is three right. with Minnesota. I think that's right. Yes, everything else is rough. Yeah, it's a bad list. I well, mean, every sport, as much as these guys are smart and do all their research, and there's, there's still only two a lot rounds. of misses. And there's, there's only two still rounds. still a lot of misses. Yeah. yeah, scroll down a little bit. This is the some numbers I ran this morning. I was curious to know career earnings, and it's kind of jaded because some of the guys that are drafted last year or the year before haven't earned as much, but career earnings, 
for number one picks in the decade. Uh, $1.4 billion oh worth God. earned for number one overall picks. And, and they're not even that good. Yeah. yeah. They're not even that good. Those aren't, even, those aren't even superstar players. Right. 70% of them aren't superstars on this list. By the way, what do, unbelievable. We, what, do we, uh, what do we think on Zion here? He's got an air in a fantasy league, and he won't let me drop him. I'm, no. I'm like, the, the season's half gone. we got to get rid of this To guy. me, I don't think he ever lives up to the hype. I mean, he's going to be a really good – I hope he is. I, but the hype, the created hype also, from his year at Duke was so over the top, so incredible, that I don't know that any human being can ever live up to that kind That's of fair. hype. When he's so powerful, and I'm afraid the injuries yeah. will continue. Even if they reinforce the shoe or – whatnot the pounding that he's going to take yeah. i would love to see him succeed but that's why i think they're waiting the odds are definitely against them. no that's uh, you know I, I think new orleans um has been if they're a good team he might have played already mm-hmm. right that's fair and does he have an NBA game? I know there was questions about yeah. that coming out. I mean, the oh, NBA well. is all, the NBA is all about three point shooting and all that stuff, and that he's he's kind of like a, a player from like fifteen or twenty years ago. What I think you're going to see. Um, all right, so let, let's talk about the freak. The guy was raw when mm-hmm. he came in, had just power. Zion's got power, right? And he's a presence. Uh, many players will say that that guy's a presence uh, on on the floor. Um, I, I think you'll see him get leaner. Okay, yeah, gonna have to to take you, some of the load. You hope off. so. You hope yes, so. to take some of the load off of his knees and feet. All right. Yeah, wasn't that the problem? He came into summer camp like a little 20, heavy, like yeah. 12, 13 pounds overweight. Right. Yeah. They should not have played him it's in the summer league. It's not they should start. not have played him in the summer league. The guy, and, and the other thing is, he's played a ton of basketball uh, with AAU in yeah, college. So he's right or whatever. Yeah. So yes, you're talking about load management. Here's a guy who came in with a ton of load, and they played him in the summer league. I think Blake Griffin's uh. his ceiling. I think that's his ceiling, which wouldn't be awful, but it's right, unless not going to yeah, unless he he's not carry a team. He's going to need two players with him. Yes, you unless he I mean? de- unless he develops a jumper. Yeah, yeah, he's Blake he's going to be a board guy. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see. It's Tough. I think the the surprising number on this list here is how far dum- down number five is. Yeah, as far as they've just been bust. Oh my gosh, they've yeah. just, been just been a bust, bust pick, huh? Yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah, that's really interesting. Four hundred forty-two million in the decade for the fifth round, fifth overall pick. Wow! It goes uh, as far as earners one, three. So you want to be in the, the seven? Seven. That makes no sense. Wow! And ten is is you know in the top ten, but not at ten. It's at uh, six. No, seven. Seventh overall. That's just even crazy. number two being fifth mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Man, there's been a lot of misses. All right, trade. So these are the. Uh, best trades of the decade or the worst no, trades or no, notable, notable trades? <laughs> well, Carl, I mean, you've got Carmelo Anthony. He's been Is he the most traded player of the decade? When no. Lo- no, no he's not the most traded, but this was a significant trade where the Knicks gave up Denver, the farm. Denver, Knicks, Minnesota, yeah, right. They gave up the farm to bring Carmelo over, um, and, and Denver got substantially better with the people that they they received back, so um, that that's an extreme notable trade, especially with it what, ruined like the just franchise. Talked, yeah, just like we talked about with him being in New York. I mean, it changed the franchise sure. for the last decade here. So I think the worst trade uh, for Brooklyn ever 
was getting Garnett and Pierce. Yeah. Giving up four first to yeah. the Boston mm-hmm. Celtics. Clearly in their twilight years. Yes. Yep. I mean, that was brilliant by Boston to uh, make that move. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, that one happened. Uh, the Pelicans... In Sacramento, the Pelicans getting Cousins, Boogie Cousins, this, uh, in the trade. That was a, yeah. a good move for, I thought, New Orleans. I, I did, but as I noted here, he could have supermaxed with Sacramento. The Pelicans could have right. offered him, after the fact, $180 million, and since then he's only made $8.8 million. Well, So he, he's, he's really lost a lot. Yeah, he I did because well, he blew out his Achilles. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the but, injury. And he, he, when he was on the court with Davis, they were unbelievable. Yes. I was using them in fantasy as much as possible because they were putting up 50 points a game in fantasy points or more. And, uh, I mean... It's a notable trade because of the situation that happened and the amount of money that he, quote-unquote, lost. The Clippers and Rockets trade, Chris Paul, right? Lou Williams. Williams is playing well for the Clippers. How many times has Chris Paul been traded? Is he 3-2? He got traded to the Rockets. Let's see. He got traded to the uh, Thunder. Thunder, is that it? That's it. That's it. Man, he he got traded to the Clippers from the, from the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. Or Hornets. Hornets. Oh, that's right. Three, that, yes. That was a trade that that's right. he was going to go to the Lakers, and they that's nixed right. it and said, all right, then we're going to send him to the Clippers. I forgot he was with the uh, Hornets, yeah. okay. New Orleans Hornets. There's a lot of movement. That's To me, that is the, yeah, three that's trades. the, the buzzword of the NBA in, in this decade. Yeah. It's and, just movement. Mm-hmm. Guys want to move. Teams want to move guy, players. Right. And uh, everybody's okay with that. Is that is that a good product? I love Should, I love when th- that there's trades. That you are, do, uh, yeah, I do. Which, do you want other sports to do it? I do because I think, I think so. the NFL is really against it. But from we're starting I to hear. see a much bigger trend towards the NFL because it's a way to. I made a mistake here. Maybe you like my guy. You sure. like this mistake better than I did. Or hey, I see a guy that can help me, but he isn't helping you. Um, I, I think I think trades are a great way. To sort of, I got this hole. You help me fill it. I can help you fill your hole. Yeah. Um, I, I think better well, than free agency to me. Free well, agency, I think, across the board in all sports, is a a, a TV show. And some that <laughs> ultimately, it's a TV show that never usually turns out the yeah. way people want it to. But they get all crazy excited, yeah. and the expectations are super high, and and it almost always dies. Well, and the NBA is not afraid to make the trade. To help them for one year, yeah, Kawhi yes. Leonard. Yeah, I mean, they're not afraid to say, "All right, we're going to take a gamble." If but, we got to give up, their their second round pick. But one are, player can really impact a season. It can. Whereas in the NFL, you get a wide receiver, it takes a year and a half for him to get acclimated. Right, to the system, true. Kind of thing, yeah, you know but I mean? but but certain positions. Look at the corner trades: Marcus Peters, no Jalen Ramsey. I mean, those guys they don't need any prep time. You're like, okay, we're going to uh, cover three, cover two, man to man. Go. No question. Right? I mean, you know, I think certain, and I think teams are starting to figure that out um, that there are certain positions where you can plug a guy in and he can be a contributor. I think that, to your point, that's a little bit of an old school way of thinking that the NFL is like, oh, he didn't have a training camp with us. We can't, you know, he's not going to learn the offense. It's like, well, maybe it's on you to change things and adjust things so you can take advantage of a guy sure. like that. The um, I think it was you said it well. The NBA is not afraid to make trades. I think the NHL is very afraid to make trades. It's been worse and worse. Yeah, deadlines have been and worse and worse. And then, and then when you have a team like Buffalo trading Ryan O'Reilly to St. Louis, and the guy becomes the Conn Smythe winner, yeah, right, and they win the cup, yep. you're going to see even more teams afraid to make trades. Yep, in the National Hockey League. I think so. smart current 
generation general managers look at things differently now and they look at it and again we've seen it in the nfl um salary cap kind of trades like you know i i I don't want this guy anymore i'm going to get rid of him but hey maybe you want him you know so take him you can you can handle the cap hit take him because i know i'm going to get rid of him anyway well and on top of that the nba has an interesting structure different compared to all the other sports where they have to have some salary matching. Yep. So you sort of have to throw players into a trade. It's not well, like in the NFL where I'm going to trade a player and just get four picks back. You're ha- well, you have to have matching salaries to some extent so the players, there's more movement because of Let me of piggyback that. off that, Scott. Um, I mean, you just showed us the draft numbers. And, and if you went even deeper down that draft list, Teams with young players don't win the NBA championships. It mm-hmm. doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. You need veterans. You need experience. And you get that by player-player trades. That's well, that, how you get experienced players. Sure, that sure. and some of the analytics First-round that picks don't been, mean a damn thing to most teams in the NBA. Well, especially with point guards. They've been seeing the analytics that it takes point guards four or five years to really get sure. into their their role um, and, and figure out how the game works. So That's why Chris Paul's tradable. Right. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Exactly. Even if he's a pill but in the why, room, like, you need him. <laughs> right? All right. A, a couple things to uh, just for time's sake here uh, to, to run down. Um, $100 million contracts in 2010. There were seven. That decreased to five and 11. Four in 2012. Stayed in the single digits at five and below up until 2016 when he had 14 contracts over $100 million. Mike Conley had the biggest one there at $152 million that he signed. Then in 17, 23, 18, 28, and in 2019, 42 yeah. contracts, over $100 million, And he had two at $200 million with Seth Curry and uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, That's well, indicative of the salary cap numbers sure that Scott yeah. talked about sure before. Is. I mean, as the cap keeps going up, the $100 million contracts are going to go Big up. Big earnings. Uh, excuse me. The notable moments, uh, the decision, and notable, that was just horrible how he executed <laughs> it. Just, uh, but probably the biggest decision moment of the decade, right? Yes. For, uh, and and yeah. go back to Cleveland. And yeah. it started the decade off. Right. I mean, that was in 2010, so. Yeah. But, though, you know, he had, to me, he had both moments. The decision to go there and the decision to go back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Derrick Rose was the youngest MVP in NBA history in his third season in 2010-2011. Notable. And Golden State winning three championships. Kobe Bryant retired. Oh, well, that's an afterthought. Golden State. <laughs> well, Are we just, just sick of them at this point, or is it because they're 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 at the bottom of the standings now? Um, I, Are, are I, people forgetting the bottom a little bit here? Well, be, yeah, because they're 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 bad this year. But I admire what they did. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Love it for every, all the reasons I said in the start of the show. Like they, they they educated themselves on how they could get make this work, and it worked out exactly how they planned. Scott has a note here on college earnings for the Scott, decade. Is that what they? Is this what the players made playing for these teams in college? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Kentucky, uh, number one overall, $1.2 billion, almost $1.3, frankly. Duke, just over a billion. UCLA. That's a I, that was a surprise for me. They've been a, they were a, a non-entity for most of the decade I, of college Russell. basketball. I had to go that's and run. I had to change my script to see what players were there. And Russell, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. Kevin yeah. Love, right. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that surprised me there. And they'll... Should be the next decade with California enacting the law that players can uh, sell their namesake for college sports, right? UCLA, USC ought to be phenomenal in football and basketball going forward, unless the, other states adopt it. That's right. I think it will absolutely happen, but you're right. California's got the edge right now for sure. All right, Florida and Texas uh, were four and five. We had three name changes um, involved, uh, frankly, uh, the Hornets, mm-hmm. two franchises, right? <laughs> 
The Bobcats went back to the Hornets because <laughs> the Hornets went to the Pelicans. Nobody even noticed. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. I, I did because I had to run. But you have the, the, stuff, but. the Nets are still the Nets. They just they, are. they just moved across the river right, and become the Brooklyn Nets instead of the Jersey Nets. Uh, best yeah. value decade roster here. Explain Let's this. Let's finish here. Yes. Let's finish on the best value team. Yeah, so I went through our, our best value uh, TVS scripts and compared and – um, had to put some qualifiers on there and came up with uh, anyone that was on the list at least five times and played at least 410 games. In this decade? In the decade. Yeah. And uh, came up with Steph Curry, James Harden, LeBron James, Giannis, and uh, Towns, Carl Anthony Towns. Not, not much different than what we might be an all-decade oh, all-star team, right? Then right? that, that's crazy. But you think value, I think you're going to throw me a name of some, you know, Fourth guy on a roster somewhere that well, played great. Well, some and, people you know, are with recency bias in some of these large contracts. Sure. But you have to think, like I said, Curry and Giannis had those extensions that were great value. Harden was still relatively young at the right. beginning and had some great value. Um, so also, and we've talked about this a lot, Scott. You and I, the the, the max salary in any given year is too low for. Kevin Durant and LeBron James and Steph Curry. Well, it's too low. Well, and you're so when you mathematically calculate yeah. them against other players of that position or of that of that uh, experience, they're going to be values because they're scoring 15 20% more than anyone else. I it, would have adjusted this roster because LeBron can play any position, so I'd play right. center, well, and i put Kawhi in th- small forward. That's how we should finish off this decade yeah. review is there are no <laughs> more positions in the NBA. Correct. Right. It is impossible to, to evaluate any one position against another. LeBron plays three positions every night. Sure. Every night, maybe four. Um, we, we saw the you know the career earnings of the decade. There's a lot of centers there. That's not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. I mean, you might see the Joker or Carl Anthony Towns exist a little bit into the next decade, but they're not going to be long for it, right? I mean, they're not going to get another gigantic contract after their, their second sophomore contract. It's going to be your, your small forwards who can play everything. That's where the, the league is going. You've got to be able to do everything, including yeah. play defense. Yeah, you got to be multi, multi-tooled. Yeah. Right. Kevin, did you scroll down and see I the did. most points of the day? All right, I yeah. think we're going to quiz you on that. Just oh, real right. quick, run, run a few I have run not. those down. Go ahead. All right, Hit most me. points of not. the decade, Mike. Team or player? Player. It's got to be. Oh, it can't be Harden. It's not enough decade years. No, it is Harden. It is, it is Harden? Harden? Yes. Yep. yep. 18,000. Oh he was the fourth man on the on the war on the Thunder's bench. He's a two two point shy of nineteen thousand points in the oh decade. My God. Most rebounds. Most rebounds. You won't get this. No. Uh, give me the team. He might. Uh, uh, Clippers. Clippers. Is it Blake? Nope. No. Oh, no. Uh, so well, there's two teams. He's Brooklyn now. Yeah. Clippers and Mavericks. Oh, it's DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Yes. Love so, it. Uh, well, think about it. He played with Griffin. Yeah. So there's a lot of rebounds to grab. Yep. Good point. <laughs> Shockingly, most assists is a guy that we you think more for his scoring prowess. Yeah, but you think about it, he played with Durant, though, a lot in Oklahoma City. is Westbrook. Yeah. Westbrook. Yep, yep. Yeah. Look at the comparison, though, from this decade to last decade. Steve I mean, Nash, oh, yeah, 7,500. Yeah, almost, 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 Steve Nash almost 2,000 more. He was so good. He was a point right? guard. He was a distributor. Oh, that, my that God. what Steve Nash job. is doing now? Uh, isn't he? He's soccer, I, I, isn't he's, he? he's Canadian. Yeah. So well, he's always been Canadian. That's no, I know. Now thing. Say he's drinking Tim Hortons. I'm, I'm Canadian. I'm going to say we're all a little Canadian sometimes. Like five Tim Hortons franchises. <laughs> no. He is a international soccer analyst. Yeah. Really? He yeah. loves soccer. Yeah. Yeah, like FIFA. Right. Wow. 
Yeah. All right, good for him. Right. So he's still he's not dating Cheryl Crow anymore, right? Wasn't he with Cheryl Crow? I don't know. I don't know the important stuff. Kevin. I gotta look that really up. Don't. You you go through a few more because I oh. I have to find I can't leave the audience hanging. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, most, no, you can most no. three pointers made in the decade. Most three pointers? Yes, and it's but it's different than the person with oh. the most three pointers attempted. Everybody knows well, that's that Harden. one. What? That's got to be Harden. No, that is Harden. How about but three pointers made? Made. It's Curry. It's got to be Curry. Correct. It's got to be Curry. Got to yeah. be Curry. Okay. Uh, right, these aren't then, as bad then, as I thought. And then the most minutes played in the decade. Is, is that LeBron? Nope. Most minutes played. Uh, Harden. S- I would say Harden. It is? Uh, is it Harden? It is Harden. It is. Damn. All right. I, I'm, James Harden's the GOAT. He just hasn't won. I'm yep. telling you, they're going to win this year. I'm telling you. R- Russell Rockets. Westbrook, I'm telling you. They look great, and there's, they're going to make a trade at the deadline. Can he beat the Lakers? Daryl Morey's going to have the last laugh after all this mess. He's going to have the last laugh. They look really solid. Right. All right, I'm going to I'm going to – I Googled – I'm Googling Steve Nash. Uh, <laughs> Is Steve Nash Canadian? <laughs> Still Canadian. Well, he's engaged now to uh, Lilla Frederick, whoever she's, she is, a uh, pretty woman. She said yes. But I want to say, God – all right, maybe I, I I thought he was linked to Cheryl Crow at one time. I can't imagine why people don't listen to the show. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> listen, I'm not the only one out there. Um, Are you sure you're not the only I, one I worried about Cheryl Crow and Steve? Nash? All right, I want to throw right. an assignment at both of you guys. I think here. you're right, actually. This uh, th- this okay. is an assignment for a future episode. This is something that I came across being in the Bahamas for a week. You don't get regular ESPN. You get ESPN Caribbean down there. This is a Biggest humble brag we've okay. had. No, no, no. Year. I'm getting to a point here on this. So you get a lot of the ESPN programming, but there are, all the commercials are promos for soccer sure. and cricket. Sure. Cricket is huge down there. Hmm. I want some perspective from one of our future episodes on how much guys who play cricket, because apparently there's over a billion people that are interested, follow, and play cricket around the world. I want to see. I want to know what those guys make. All right. All right. I'll see what I can do. Oh, I great. Don't they appreciate the homework about, assignment. I don't know a darn thing about cricket. I, I learned a little <laughs> more because the University of Buffalo's president is of Indian descent, and we actually had a nice conversation about it. Um, but I don't know a darn thing about it after seeing these promos over and over and over again. I want to know more about the sport of cricket. You're going to have to recap this to Kevin after the show because he's been Googling Cheryl Crow pictures yeah, the last five that's minutes. that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> you know, well, he was linked to Elizabeth Hurley. All right. Uh, okay. At one point, so I I don't know. I seem to remember that, but I, I can remember it wrong. No one freaking cares at this point. Um, Morgan <laughs> I don't Stanley. Think anybody cared when you started this whole thing. Morgan Stanley certainly doesn't care unless they can help manage the money. Both Steve Nash and Cheryl Crow. And if they're not managing the money, Steve Nash, Cheryl Crow, give them a call because Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment. They help empower professional athletes and entertainers, which Nash is now both right now, with everything they need to know to make informed decisions about their finances and wealth. Learn more. Visit morganstanley.com slash GSE. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Great to have Scott Allen here. Great to have Paul back. Great to have Mike here as always. Great to have you listening uh, to the podcast. We appreciate that um, all year long. For those uh, celebrating Hanukkah, uh, happy Hanukkah to you that uh, started. And, of course, Christmas uh, just a few days away from our recording here. So Merry Christmas. And we'll have one more episode before the end of the year. All I want for Christmas is LeBron James not to get injured again. 
Yes, that's the one-year anniversary of that groin injury that ruined the Lakers year last year. So let's uh, let's keep it clean. Yeah, this week. You you don't want the sneakers he'll be wearing on Christmas Day. That's a, it's a big day for sneakerheads, right? right. Mm-hmm. Big day. They, they debut their uh, new sneakers on Christmas Day. Yep. Yep. All right, uh, for everybody again, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and we got one more show coming up before the end of the year.